Welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to build a world-class service business from the dirt up. And now your host, Mark Stoner. Hello and welcome back to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Stoner, and excited to have my friend Chad Murray come back and visit me here in Nashville. We uh, he said, hey, man, let me I want to come to Nashville. He had planned on bringing his wife and some personal life cards were dealt to him and uh, she wasn't able to make it. But we're super excited to have him. Chad is a owner of a large chimney company out of Texas and Oklahoma, Master Services. And now he's kind of rotated into personal coaching. So welcome to the show, Chad. Oh, thanks, Mark, for having me again. It's yeah. fun to be here. We tried to do this a couple of months ago, and I had a really bad Zoom connection, and we had a great conversation, but the audio quality, especially on my end, was terrible. So It was Mark's fault. It was, <laughs> I like blaming most things on me. It just makes life easier. How can we figure out how it's my fault? So I, I, brought, I wanted to talk to Chad today because we've been, we both have some consulting businesses that we do on the side. And he is more of a coach and I have my, you know, my blue collar university program that it's kind of a two day thing. And a friend of ours, Mike Fazy, who's been through both of ours, he said, you know, you guys should get together. You guys kind of have a one, two punch. That's what he told you, right? Exactly. No, he, he, he had, he'd been, you know, two years been to the symposium and different things like that. And he came to your two day thing. And, and then one day he's just like, uh, you, 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 and Alan Rush and Mark Stoner need to talk, yeah. and and of course, I think we have known each other about each other before that. But then it was like, okay, I'm going to reach out, and I did, and and ever since we've just had a great friendship. And so. Yeah, and uh, Mike is Mike is one of those guys too as a customer or client of mine and a client of yours. He's a guy that just gets stuff done, and he's like <laughs> one of your favorite, one of my favorite types of people that. He comes, he spends money on education, he spends money on mentorship, and then he goes back and knocks it out. Yeah, and I'm not even the only one that he hires to help with him and do. I mean, he he believes in in all of that and and he really does work on his business constantly. Yeah. I mean, in in every aspect he is hiring someone to get to the next level. And and it's it's amazing what he's been doing uh for the last year I've known him. Yeah, I, and those kind of guys, and also he doesn't seem to work too hard. He he also he lives life as he's doing it. But well, that's funny you say that. So I asked my clients to testimony video testimonials for me a few months back, and he did two of them. And one of the funny thing was is when he did the testimonial, he was in Mexico in right. December, right? And he and he goes, Chad's helped me get to where we're in our busy season, and I'm not even at my business running it. Yeah. It, it was so funny. It was great testimonial. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just talked to him in Florida, kind of the same thing. And, and and good for him. He's figured out a thing and he's got really good people around him, which we're all going to, we all have to have good people around us. So I wanted to just talk about just that idea. I have talked about on this show about my two-day program, Blue Call University. I come in day one. I show you how we do everything, what, however, you know, it works, could work with your business. And then what we do, standard operating procedures, scripting, uh, office manuals, our leadership, our, our operations. And then day two, I work with you on 
everything you they want to do to put in place. But then, you know, there's some people that have asked, hey, I'd like to have some kind of an ongoing relationship. And I'm not really in that game. And when I met you, that's the game you're in. So I think, you know, if you're listening and you need some type of a mentorship program, we we, we would like to, you know, kind of throw out the idea that there well, just tell people what you do. Let's just say they came, they saw a bunch of great ideas. What happens after that? Well, I call it the one-two punch. So you have the consulting, you have the coaching. And so there's consulting where there's limited consulting where you show up for a two-day deal like with you. And then with me, you know, what's nice about as being a business coach, I'm also still a business owner. So I'm not that guy that that is just went through training to the philosophy of owning a business and all of that. No, I still run a business. I still, I mean, if you want to listen to my podcast about when I freaked out, I did a podcast and I was just stressing out when COVID started. And I just went to the mic and said, this, I've got to do this. I was having a bad day. And it's, it's my most listened to podcast to this day. And it's me, literally, you hear me go for about 40 minutes working through helping myself out. I mean, to calm myself down. And just by talking about it, I did it. And by the end of the podcast, you kind of saw that. So the, what, so what, what does a coach really do? With, I mean, normally what we do is, is I went through formal training at the professional, uh, PBCA. Uh, I do some classes, you know, kind of through a Syracuse University type stuff. And then they accept you. And I went through this long process for about six months to get, just accept it. And then when I got accepted, you go through all the training to be a coach. You go up and fly up to uh, Syracuse, New York, and and then go through a week, uh, pretty brutal thing about master coaches drilling you and interviewing you more uh, just to make sure you're the right person for their alliance. Right. They don't just bring anybody in. And so I did that, passed with flying colors, uh, loved it, won the rookie uh, coach of the year, my first year out of for the United States and Canada. Wow. And so did really well. And, you know, and, and so... What does a coach do? And so I'm both. I'm a consultant and a coach. A coach doesn't necessarily need to know your business. They just need to know business, but they also need to know how to talk to you and listen like we talked last night. You got to learn the, this key skill to listen. And as, as, as anyone who knows me, I'm not a great listener. At least that I didn't used to be. Right. And through this coaching stuff, I learned to be a better listener and a talk. And once I get to know you a little bit, I know how, when to talk and when not to talk and when to do that. And so you have to process a lot of things that you already know, but you're stuck on and you, you just need a nudge. I just need to kind of just push you off the ledge to get you to do something sometimes. But then there's a time where I got to throw the right punch and that's the consulting. So, you know, I know some coaches and I've been around some coaches and they really don't listen that some of them don't listen. They just want to tell you what to do. Like you need to do this and you need to do that. And we were talking last night and you're like, that's really not what you want. You want them to get to it. There's a lot of bad coaches out there. Yeah. It's just, I'll just, it's, it's a fact. And, and that's one of the hurdles when I talk to new people sometimes is that I've had a coach before. I had a bad experience. All the guy did is tell me what to do. And it wasn't for me. And, and I'm not going to say that there's times when I get to know you, I get to know your business and I work you through it. And sometimes and all you guys that already work with me know I'm not afraid to tell you that you do need to do this. Sure. 
there is a time when you got to get, and I've had, you know, some of my, some of my East coast clients, I mean, it can get kind of raunchy sometimes <laughs> in there and, and, uh, and I'll just, you know, I'll let them have it the way they want to have it delivered to them to make their head go. Okay. You know, and so try to keep it professional, but there's times where, Hey, sometimes you got to kind of slap them a little bit, you know, well, verbally, when you think verbally, of, verbally slap, <laughs> no, no, physically, yeah. but I mean, when you think of any good coach, you know, football, you and I are both wrestlers. You know, you have a coach that works with you on your technique, works with, shows you moves, shows you things, and there's times they yell at you. And yeah. I, I think a good coach, especially if you've built up that level of trust and that level of, uh, you know, just transparency with each other, you need that. So what's the balance? Like, how how do you do it? If, let's just say you were going to take me on as a, as a client and, and people out there that I think we, just to be clear, I think we all need mentors, coaches, consultants in our business. If you want to go fast, if you want to change in relatively short time, the fastest way is to get outside help. You just can't do it yourself without without help. So I'm a big believer. I've had a lot of coaches and mentors. So what's the process? So you you get take on a new person. How does it work? I'm actually well. For first of all, I have coaches and a mentor. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I, I can't not believe in my own process if I don't do it myself. And so if you ever, if so, anyone, if you don't hire me, if you talk to a coach, ask him if he has a coach. If he says he doesn't have a coach, he's full of it. Oh, gosh. You don't want him because mm-hmm. we have to talk to some people. I mean, even though I'm private, confidential, who I'm talking about, I still talk to master coaches about situational stuff that I may need help on, you know, for my coaching business. And so I don't do it a lot, uh, but I do. I have reached out to some coaches for that. So I'm going to answer your question as a part two year, and then I'll talk about how you initially work with me. I was scared when I took on my second year with a lot of my uh, clients. I mean, it's an ongoing thing. So I'm not a three or four month deal. Most people, and, and I don't choose it. It's, it, you can come work with me and quit anytime. There's no contract, but we do sign a little thing about what a confidentiality, but you can quit anytime. Sure. I've had one guy quit in three years. Mm-hmm. Now I fired some, some people and they didn't do the work, but year two was what do I have to offer these people? Cause they've already gotten all my systems, which is where you're going to love it when I talk about when I first start working with you. I, in one year, you're going to have all my systems. So what, what what's my value to you on year two? And I was scared. I didn't know because now it comes to now it's really coaching now. It, it, it There is some consulting a little bit, but really it comes down to the personal. You've gone a year with someone in their business. You've gotten to know their business pretty intimately. And what can you really do to someone to help them keep going when they have the systems? And you really have to up your game as a coach to make sure you're helping them because otherwise you're they're wasting their money. And it, it, I've been I've been very, very fortunate that I've been done well and I haven't lost any of my people. And then I think year two has actually been better than year one. So once you once I can't I come on you, do you come to my business or is nope. it Zoom? How so does let's that work? talk. The, so let's answer the question. I wanted to get to year two to kind of understand what it's a long term thing. And it doesn't have to be, but it turns into be when you get to like me and. And I don't work with people unless I unless I like them. If I if I see a future, so I've denied people to work with them. So you come on with me. Um, first of all, um, I, I will I will have a discovery call with you first, and I'll tell you my discovery call sessions are were were pretty bad within the last month. 
because I was so excited to start working and selling again in, mm-hmm. in the business. And, and a couple of you people I know listen to this podcast. I've had a couple of bad discovery calls with you. And I just went, it's automatic. You're chimney guys. You're going to work with me no matter what. And I hammer you. <laughs> and it was bad. So then I've had a couple of calls here in the last couple of weeks where it's like, no, stop, stop selling them. Just talk to them. Like I'm supposed to do. Like I went back to coaching one-on-one. And so I start talking to him. And what do I do in the discovery? I just talk about your business. So what do I do? I have a game when I first meet you. And so you, and if you're going to call me, you're, I'm playing this game. I don't, I'm going to try to say less than 30 words. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I'll tell you a little bit about me, but then I'm done. I want to hear about your business. Yeah. And I want to ask you the right questions. And I want to get you processing. And then I will guide you to an answer. And, and if I, if I can't, then I'll show you a system to show you my work. And I, I don't think I've yet had to show a system. It's as they talk to me, you start getting comfortable. You start understanding, you know, that I understand I've been there and that I do have some work to help you. And as soon as I, I switched to that, I've signed three people, boom, boom, all three, hundred percent, three, you know, in a row. And then we go to the first session and I have a little questionnaire I asked to get to know you about your business and. That takes about an hour. We work about an hour and a half a week. And the last 30 seconds of your first paid session with me is all about what's your, we just went through your business and I've asked some questions that have some pain asked questions. Mm -hmm. And so we then literally day one, start working on what you think is your biggest problem. And then I'll process and we'll get to, it's funny when you let someone process how they always say money. What's money? I'm losing money. I need to make more money. Well, let's talk about that. Tell me more about that. And then as they start, so give me, give me an example of why you're losing money. Right. And then they start going. And by the time you let them talk for 10, maybe 15 minutes, the end result is not money. The result is money that they're losing, but that's not their problem. Right. Their problem is something that they just can't figure out that may, that may have worked for them in the future is not working now. You know, I, I, I uh, work with another consultant, Tiffany Largie, and when I was on her show, I, I said, money is a result of your effectiveness. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. I said, you know, because people talk about money, this, money, that. And then I, I talked like, how effective are you at hiring, sales, uh, processes, waste? Like, it's money is an end result of so many things, and that's kind of what you're getting at. Uh, it, it, it is a result. That's not the problem. Yeah, you know, the problem might be you can't pay your bills, but there's a reason why you got to that point. Correct. You know, it, it, either you didn't know it or you changed for some reason. You know, you got the bad at, well, I mean, I'll tell you right now, you're going to work with me. Uh, and it's really fast turnaround really quick because you start working on stuff and the people that you have in your organization right now don't like. I always, I, I have this talk with people day one. They're not going to like what you're about to do. You're about to flip everything upside down. You're, and you're just going to upgrade stuff. So we're not talking about, I'm just going to like snowball your roll over your business. You're going to identify some issues and you're going to start fixing them. And they're not comfortable with that. They want to stay with what they got. You know, I, what with, when I was working with one of my mentors, one of the results was, Hey, you need more help in here. You need more C level. You, you're going to end up having to hire a president to help you run. You're going to need a, chief financial officer you're going to need a chief operations officer as you grow this you're going to you're outpacing yourself i can tell you when i started bringing those people in my legacy people did not like it 
And you, you just hit on a very key point that you're going to upset the apple cart. And if you want the apple cart to go faster, you have to be willing to upset it. And, and, and you will. And I don't care. I, I, one of the things I always ask in my initial questions is, as I go through your company or org chart, whether you have one or not, I still go, who's, who are the key players in your company and what do they do? So I'm kind of getting a little, you know, job descriptions, you know, and it's funny. And anyone who's just started working with me, I'm going to give you a little what you're going to do your first month right here is I'm going to have you write everybody's job description down. And then I'm going to go talk to them and have them write their, or I'm going to have them tell them to write their job description down. And it is hilarious how it is two different things. It is so funny how you'll sit there and say, this is my key person. They do this, you know, but it's always an office person. Like they, they're always overworked that, you know, they're key office person. They're overworked. They do this and this. And then I, so then I either talk to, or I have them, have them write their job descriptions down and it is nothing what the owner writes. Oh gosh. It's like, like totally way more, way more. And, and, and even though the owner knows it's a lot of stuff, right. And they open their eyes. Like, I didn't know they were doing that. I didn't know they were doing this. Oh. Or then it, or it comes to, I don't want them doing that, but they do it. Right. It's like, well, whose fault is that? <laughs> and, and they're always taken back. It's like, well, they, you know, they're a good employee. I allow them to do it because they're good at it. It's like, yeah. And then you're overworking them. You know, I just had that exact thing, same thing happen to me. Uh, my personal assistant, uh, Tabitha, she also does our job costing and she does, she does a lot of things. Well, the other day we went through, I said, well, show me everything you do. I want to see everything you do. And I'm like, oh, she had this list. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I would have never realized all the things she did. Now, she's a worker too, man. She's always asking for more. And she, but you're right. I mean, I bet that's just eye opening. Well, and you get to the point where usually, it ends up having to hire someone and everyone's like, well, I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And you maybe you can't. And at that time, you're right. But you can shift, you can shift duties at times. You can do some things to get to ease the pain and do that. And then once we start, you know, usually by about month three or four, I've kind of identified some, uh, financial issues, uh, or marketing issues and tip here, tip there. And it's really funny how they seem to now start. Just making a little bit more money. Yeah, right. And you know, I've I've said it before that you hire the right people, it doesn't matter how expensive they are, they don't cost you anything. They they make you money. But you have a great success story on like your first client. Like what you did for them. Tell tell the people what you did for even your first client. So I got fortunate that my insurance agent, uh, I I put out some feelers out there, some some people I knew had business owner clients. So my, 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 uh, company insurance who does my comp, uh, she's a little spitfire in Texas, a uh, little Southern girl. And, and she's got a lot of business. I mean, she's a commercial insurance. So told her I was business coaching now. And, uh, and she said, I, I've got a client for you right now. Let me call him and see. He's, he's got a $7 million landscaping company right now. And I know he's having some pains and struggles. And, and I, and, and, and I'll tell you. I was looking for the 1 million guys. <laughs> so the 7 million guy was like, wait, I'm not doing 7 million. Right, you know, it's fish. like, holy, I'm, I'm taking on a big fish. Exactly. So he calls me up and he is a country bumpkin and act, acts like that. Probably one of the smartest guys I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't come across that way. 
but you get him at a desk, you start talking business, the guy is good. Yet, he'd never run a $7 million company before, right? right. And I had never coached a $7 million <laughs> company before, let alone really know many of them anyway. But I just went to 101 talking and stuff and started identifying stuff. And you realize he's just got a major labor force of Hispanics working for him. And so, I mean, it, 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 their culture is very work related, very show up. They don't have a lot of employee issues. It was all his, it was all his, uh, gringo management and sales team was our issues, really. And so we just, we just started identifying and seeing his processes. And we, uh, we had to do a little mindset in him because he, he's definitely a D type dominant. And we had to dumb him down a little bit to, you know, be a little bit more gracious and stuff. And he wasn't a jerk by any means. I'm not trying to say that. But so we, we got him on the right mindset, let's say, and uh, to be humbled a little bit more and not be the know-it-all and everything and give up a little power to some of these guys. And then I brought his sales team in. And I, and he'd already showed me the process, which I already knew was pretty dumpy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they weren't doing – he had he had built up uh, – the idea that if he had 10 trucks out outfitted and staffed, that these guys would fill these trucks up. They had five trucks filled up. The sales guys were, were not filling. They up. were not selling enough to get these 10 trucks moving all year round. Right. And uh, like they, he had three months a year, 10 trucks were flowing and the rest of the year would dinner right down to five. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and even though it's seasonal, they really, he could, with his builder stuff, builders don't slow down as much. So uh, he was all new construction for landscaping for new houses. And that was his that was his business model. And they don't really slow down a lot enough to where he shouldn't be going down to five trucks. So <clears throat> I identified when we looked at, and just from the chimney business guys, I started doing SBOs for their sales guys. Mm-hmm. You know, how many, how many opportunities are you doing a week and how, what are you selling off that? And he'd never even heard of it. This guy's a college grad. I didn't go to college. I just got out of the military. He'd never even heard of what SPO was. Right. Well, if you haven't heard, it's sales per opportunity. Correct. And so, and what that means is it's every opportunity, not the ones they sell divided by the sales. That's how I was doing it wrong before I figured out when Bodart, Mike Bodart from Lindemann showed me that, no, no, no. It's even the ones you don't sell are part of this equation. Right. Yeah. And I didn't do that. Oh, and right. so, so, so you take, we just started tracking their SBOs. And what we learned right away, he thought, because they'd go out and generate their own opportunities. Wow. It wasn't it wasn't driven by Google and advertising. Wow. It was when you work for him, you're sales. Right. You gotta go create your own opportunities. That's different. And they're like creating two opportunities a week mm-hmm. and selling a lot of zero weeks. Mm-hmm. And and since his clients once and he had to go find new builders and the aha moment for him was I just kept it simple. And I said, you know what? There's only so many builders out there. So your guys can only hit so many. They already had all the big ones. It was all the little ones. I said, you know what? Why don't you? Because I was getting a pool built at the time. And, I, and my landscape, my pool didn't have a landscape. It was do it yourself. Hmm. Of course, I hired him you know, to do part of it. And, I hired, and we did a lot of ourselves. But I'm like, why don't you go hit pool builders up? Tell these sales guys to go talk to pool builders. $14 million a year and a half later. Oh, my gosh. Literally. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just one tip. So we only worked. I worked for them uh, for about a, almost a year. He went on hiatus uh, and then came back like three months later and worked for about a couple more months. 
And then at, at the height of COVID last summer, calls me up. He always calls me coach. Hey, coach. We got that Southern load draw. Hey, coach. And I go, Hey, blank. And, and, and how you doing? We have a little chit chat and he goes, I'm just calling to thank you. I want to do a review for you. Uh, we, we were trying to hit 10 million when we first started with you and we're at 14 and I attribute everything to you. Wow. And I'm like, well, that's not true. You know, <laughs> but he's like, no, it really is. You just set my mindset right. And yeah, when you helped with the, just the right systems at the right time. And we have just run with that. You know, that, how often do you see uh, business owners that you work with just don't have anybody to talk to? They don't have anybody to bounce something off of. Great story. So, uh, so I, I had Admiral Shufflebeam Boomer on, uh, my podcast not long ago. And, and he at the PBCA conference for master coaches back in, um, uh, February, he told this story. Uh, when he was starting to coach and he, he tells the story where he went to interview a, a high level ranking guy, a, 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 a fortune 500 top company CEO. And the guy had called him and he's sitting there and, and the guy knows his repertoire. You know, the guy's a jet fighter pilot who's played in the NFL, two star general, carried the, carried the, uh, uh, nuclear football for Bush. Wow. I mean, this guy's awesome. And he's sitting in front of at this guy's executive. He's got a whole room, a whole floor at this guy's office at this big Fortune 500 company, right? And this guy, you know, the guy's got ego. He's a CEO, but he knows he needs a coach and heard about Boomer and, and Boomer's, they're talking. And, and finally the guy goes, I know you got a, you know, your reputation, your repertoire, everything's there, but who are you really to coach me? I mean, I mean, and, and he wasn't being mean and Boomer knew how to answer the question. He goes, well, uh, really easy. Who does the president talk to? Who does, who does any high foreign dignitary talk to? Who does the top of any CEO talk to? Who do you talk to? You can't talk to your, your subordinates. You can't talk to your assistant managers. You can't talk to your other executives. Not with the stuff. Cause a lot of times you're going to talk about them, right? So who do you really talk to? You talk to me. That's who I'll be. The guy hired him on the spot. He goes, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, so he tells that he told that story in the, in the PBCA. And so it's like, it's just, you you bring up the great point. Who can you talk to? Because. You're going to talk to me about some stuff. I'll tell you. Um, I have, I mean, I'm an emotional guy. If I mean, and I've cried. I, they've, I'll tell you. So I'll tell you a funny story. So my first year, I, I've got it really hot my first year. I got like 13 clients, you know, and none of them were chimney companies my first year. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. I had to call up my master coach mentor. After I was probably my third or fourth month in business after I signed these guys, these people. And <laughs> I, I called them up and I said, I'm crying and these things and these people are crying. I didn't, I didn't become a business coach to have everybody cry. It's so personal, your business, right? And it gets to where I, I, I don't like, if I see a man or, or a woman cry, I'll cry too. Yeah. That's just a trigger <laughs> for me. Cry. It's just, oh, I'm with you, <laughs> you know, and, but, it's so personal of the stuff that you'll start telling me and talking to me about your business. You know, I mean, and of course we get a little personal too because it goes in your personal life too, but we just start solving these problems. And, and, and I, I'm nobody to help you other than I've done a lot. Uh, I sympathize and I'm just your right hand man to just talk through, through stuff. So I, I, I'm no better than you or, or, or my audience. You know, the difference is 
I'll, I'll listen. I do have the systems and, you know, and it kind of shift a little bit about the consulting side. I was telling you either last time this morning, it takes 19 apps to run master services. Wow. And so, you know, we, and, and, and we, and we've really come up with, we want about 30 to 40 apps to run our company. And how do you, how do you deal with that? And so I, I share all this when you come to work for me a little bit. And so I want to tell you one more thing. Yeah. Um, so on, well, on Surefire Live, when I talked about the scripting thing. So I came out with a little thing that I would share the framework. So uh, Jillian Stewart reached out and wanted to see if I would sell the framework. And if you recall in the messaging when we were doing that, she asked if I could, if I would sell the framework remember, to yeah. her. And my thought at the, during that live was, I, did I own Zingtree? That was where I was at. Mm. Not, do I have the framework? And so I was like, and if you remember my time, I was like, no, I, you know, I wish I owned it, but I don't. And then I was sitting there the next day thinking, wait a minute, framework? She just means what I've already built out, right? right? And so I messaged her and I said, yeah, I think what, and let me think about it and how I would do it. And so I did. And I came, I dumbed it down to where it would be a, you know, shareable. And I shared, I, I'm going to share it with her. And at first I said, it'll be 1200 a month. I've got like 200 hours into this, into this program to build it out. And I thought, I'll, I will do it for 200 bucks. I mean, $1,200 with a month of coaching to help you do it. And then I saw, I talked with a client I can't name that knows you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't told you this, who said he came and visited you or talked to you and you offered up a couple systems or your, your Google apps, all, a lot of your stuff to them. Mm-hmm. And I went, you know what? I don't need that money. I'll just offer it to anybody who wants to contact me. Mm. So I messaged her back. So I'm putting it out on your podcast. <laughs> if you want a scripting, a scripting thing, I'll share it with you. Well, you know, well, that's very gracious of you. I'm very gracious. And sometimes people give me a hard time for giving everything away and I shouldn't. <laughs> you know, my friend Chip, Tiffany Largy says, you're, you're running a non-for-profit over here, Mark. But, um, thank you. That's very gracious. And you did such a great job on Surefire Live. And I got a lot of compliments and you talking about just for you, I think it was almost just, a just one of your, you know, like you said, 19 systems and everybody's like, wow. I mean, it got a ton. Of, and I think you got some clients off of I, it. I did. It's, it's been, it's been a fun last two weeks. Let me tell you, I've been really rocking it. And so yeah. it's been fun. Well, it, it's, you know, I, I have to say this and we're about out of time, but for a long time, you stayed under the radar, let's just say, uh, under the rock, yeah. but you were building a very substantial business. Why are you, why are you out now? Cause you're really getting involved in Facebook and sure in, 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 uh, social media. You're getting involved with, you know, the, the CCP with their expo. You're getting involved with CSIA with the business symposium. Why, why now? Well, I came to the vision, in fact, as when I became a business coach. Really, I started a little bit before I decided I want to be a business coach. I've been out of I've been out of the day to day for masters for seven years, and I got bored and I did some little minor stuff. And then when I found the coaching thing, um, I just I there's a brotherhood in the chimney business that I didn't know that was there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't part of it, right? And so. I just, and I didn't try to break in, you know, like I didn't even, we didn't really even start talking to like five, six months ago. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, 
and, and we've great friend. I mean, I'm here at his house. We're, we're doing this podcast in his, in his dining room, guys. I, I came here to visit him, and I'm sure he'll be coming to see me eventually yeah. soon. So here we are, and we become great friends. And it was this brotherhood, and we have such a great story together, right? Mm-hmm. And we share so many experiences it's with it, it's it's great. It's creepy, <laughs> and so it's fun, creepy, and yeah. so. We sit there and talk about it. So here I am, you know, about three years ago, I start coaching. Now, I'm not even trying to break the chimney world. I'm just trying to coach service businesses. And I went last year to CCP to do the the roundtable stuff, the group coaching. Uh, Not group. Well, it's not group coaching. It's masterminding is what they call where you go around and everyone helps solve each other's issues, right? In in a a format. It's a great idea. And... Uh, I brought it to the industry, you know, to do that there. We did two big groups and I ended up getting three or four clients out of that. And then, to, I mean, not to bring Mike Fazy back into this, but he goes, you need to know. And this is him. Now he's kind of coaching me at this time, reverse role. You need to know Stoner. <laughs> and he goes, you need to know Alan. And I'm just like, I'm like, who? Literally, just, just a year ago. I mean, a little over a year ago. And I go, who? And I didn't even know. This is how closeted i was to the industry yeah. i didn't know anybody mm-hmm. and i knew marshall right that was I mean, when i say that was it i literally mean that was it yeah and and i just didn't go down that path to do that and as much as i regret it i will say this i i don't because of where i am today i don't know and maybe i would have been but maybe i'd already be a 10 million dollar company i didn't i don't regret it because i did you know, a lot of things that I did the way I wanted to do it. And, 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 I, and I'm happy where I'm at. And I don't, and I just learned not to regret anything. And I'm just where we are. So now that I'm, I'm, I'm in, into the, the realm, I'm trying to help everyone and anyone if I can. And there's some stuff I do for free, some stuff I do for paid. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to network. I mean, if I don't know you, call me. Yeah. I put that out there right now. If you want to call me, just go ahead and message me on Facebook and, Let's let's become friends. That's so great. I I want to thank you for doing that because there's a or sometimes you know there's a group of us that are have been trying to help, but it's great to have new people come in and and bring their their side. And so I'm I, I mean I don't know how it would have been if you hadn't been you know in the background, but now that you're to the foreground, you're bringing so much value to this whole industry. Oh, so and so I know uh, and and to me and and. And, uh, you, you know, you came visit my metal shop and had some uh, ideas from my metal guy and, and we all can help each other. Right. That's yeah. just, that's just how it is. I, I do some things that are really good. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take that back to my business. And then Chad's got some great ideas and, and systems that nobody's even seen. So it's just, it's, it's really, it's awesome. So guys, that's, I, um, thank you again for being a, a, a guest again. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Mark. And uh, guys, that's our time. I hope you enjoyed our time with Chad Murray. Let me just uh, close. How how would people get in touch with you if they want to? The easiest way, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, do that. But you can go to my business, uh, outsidethebusinessbox.com. And you can click on the podcast to listen, or you can click on calendar and make an appointment with me. Great. All right, Chad, that's our time, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a good week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or any place that you listen to podcasts. More information is also available at markstoner.com.